Sometimes we may sound strange, but remember, we're just kids with opinions. You're listening to Voice America Kids. Stars could shine between the lines If you would let yourself go Find some place you know You can use your words, use your hands You can change the world, just pretend Express yourself, take a chance and you'll see Who you'll be It's time to express yourself Where teens talk and the world listens Presented by Star Style Productions as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. You'll rock to an hour of adolescent fusion with your teen hosts and on-air reporters. Meet and chat with cool celebrities, exhilarating experts, and tenacious teens with subjects regarding anything and everything that you want to know. It's time to kick off the fun with our star teens. Welcome to Express Yourself. I am no bird and no net ensnares me. I am a free human being with an independent will. That quote is from Charlotte Bronte. And a few more quotes for you before we kick off today's show. Independence is happiness, from Susan B. Anthony. And, and so with the sunshine and the great bursts of leaves growing on the trees, just as things grow in fast movies, I had that familiar conviction that life was beginning over again with the summer. F. Scott Fitzgerald and the Great Gatsby. And one more quote, uh, summer afternoon, summer afternoon. To me, those have always been the two most beautiful words in the English language. And that quote is from Henry James. Hello and welcome to Express Yourself. We're a program by, for, and with creative young people. A platform to give teens a voice, right here on the Voice America Kids Network. I'm Joven Hundle, and today's themes are the gift of in- gifts of independence as well as summer. That's why we had those different quotes at the beginning. Um, Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions and brought to you as an outreach service of the Be The Star You Are charity, which is a top nonprofit honored by both GuideStar and great nonprofits. Please visit www.bethestarur.org to make a tax-deductible donation and get more information about how you too can be a part of our mission to increase literacy and positive message media. Be The Star You Are desperately needs your donations to help us help those in distress by providing books and other resources. Please donate today at our website, which is again, bethestarur.org. And you can even donate through PayPal a giving fund with no additional fees. So for our first segment today, we have a special treat for you guys. Um, I will be reading a chapter from our book, Be The Star You Are, 99 Gifts for Living, Loving, Laughing, and Learning to Make a Difference. This chapter was written by our amazing Express Yourself producer, Cynthia Bryan, who's actually also the founder of Be The Star You Are. And without further ado, here is The Gift of Freedom by Cynthia Bryan. The Iron Curtain. It sounded daunting in 1972, but I still had always longed to visit the USSR. Revered acting directors Stanislavski and Chekhov, sorry about my pronunciation, had been members of the Moscow Art Theater and their contributions to the method and experimental techniques in acting intrigued me. Then there were the Russian ballet, the Russian circus, and the Russian gymnasts. All had perfected their art forms to the four qualities of artist creation. Ease, form, beauty, and entirety. My opportunity finally came when I was living in France during 1971 to 1972. A two-month study program was announced that included meeting and working with the artistic community in Latvia, the USSR, and Poland. I signed up at once. The trip turned out out to not be a lesson in freedom of expression, as I soon found out, but a study of manipulation and indoctrination. The United States at the time was involved in the Vietnam War, a full-fledged, undeclared atrocity that was killing young Americans and scarring the minds and emotions of those who survived. Although I loved America, I was against what we were doing in Indochina. Like many people my age at the time, I believed it was unfair to require young people to die for their country before they were even allowed to vote. Many Americans were wildly protesting their government's policies, a luxury that I soon learned was unavailable behind the Iron Curtain. Our plane landed in Leningrad, and we all went to claim our baggage. I had covered my backpack with small flags, mementos of each nation I had visited on my journey. But when I retrieved my luggage, all the flags of the non-communist countries had been cut off. 
whether someone had taken them as souvenirs of countries they had little chance of visiting, or whether an official had cut them off for political reasons, I never knew. We were taken to a holding room where we were searched by armed guards. Two of my fellow students had made the mistake of taking a photograph in the airport. They were quickly arrested and taken away as spies, their cameras and film confiscated. When they were returned to the group two days later, they were exhausted and bedraggled from intensive interrogation. Our polite but timid tour guide collected our passports for safekeeping. Actually, the authorities feared we might sell them to local citizens, then claim they were lost, we were lost and apply for new ones at an American embassy. We were told we must convert a specific amount of cash into rubles at the official money changers and spend it all. No giving money away, and anyone getting the much more favorable exchange rate from black marketers would be severely punished. Actually, it hardly mattered. We soon found that there was nothing to buy with our rubles except propaganda posters, Lenin buttons, those stacking Russian dolls, and vodka. In the USSR, where the Russian Revolution had ousted the Tsar in 1917 and installed a communist regime, there were few people left who remembered a country called Russia. Not that life under the Tsars could be called freedom, but at least art, music, and beauty had been encouraged. The only beauty I now witnessed was pre-1917. Now the cities were gray, the sky was gray, the clothing was gray, the sugary tea was gray, life was dismal and gray. People queued in long lines for everything. Everyone appeared forlorn and beaten down. It appeared that anything pleasurable was forbidden to the common citizen. Gray seemed to be the national color in the USSR, with an occasional welcome flash of a fuchsia babushka. My fantasy of artists working in harmony and with a free spirit was quickly crushed. We went to the museum, circuses, theater, ballet, and gymnastic competitions, but the happy exchange of artistic ideas was non-existent. The artists could speak to us only in hushed tones when the attention of our tour guides was elsewhere. As they spoke, their eyes rarely met ours as they scanned the area for any clandestine agents. They were eager to know what we knew, and what it was like where we came from. What were the popular songs, films, plays? How did French perfume smell? I felt a strong sadness and a sense of their being prisoners of time. Yet their instinctive freedom was expressed in their creativity, their internal beauty, and their art forms. One day, as I was walking in the rain, I found a huge rusty padlock, broken padlock on the ground. I picked it up and instinctively looking around to see if anyone were hiding, and if anyone were hiding, hid it in my coat. This, I decided, would be the memento to remind me of the value of my own freedom. When we reached Latvia and Poland, the atmosphere changed. These countries had only recently been annexed by the Soviet Union, and some could remember a time before World War II where life was different. Everything was more colorful, and people still had some spunk in them. Confrontations between citizens and police occurred regularly in the streets, and black market trading was brisk. I had the feeling that these people would die to restore their freedom. Latvians and Poles were openly friendly to us, asking many questions. Remember that in the 1970s, it was forbidden for them to see Western films or magazines. Information crossed the borders only via the black market. I even got offers to buy my passport and my backpack. There was an energy in these countries that indicated a great desire for more personal freedom. I got quite chummy with our tour guide, actually, and gave her a pair of my Levi's when I left. To her, they were a priceless gift, a symbol of hope for the future. She secretly begged me to write to her and to send her a bottle of French perfume. I did as soon as I got back to France. Just as my flags had been ripped off my backpack, the perfume was stolen from the package. I received several letters from her, all with parts cut out. The last one read, In my dreams, I am a butterfly. She had achieved freedom, if only in her mind. After two months behind the Iron Curtain, I knew how appropriate the name was. It was impenetrable. Human emotions and ambitions were crushed in the name of an ideal. Life might have been egalitarian, but it was miserable, merely existence. Citizens performed the jobs they were assigned at preset wages and could not move around or leave the country. The dissolution of the old Soviet Union has brought a sort of democracy, one fraught with crime, corruption, violence, and starvation. 
It will take time for the government and its people to work out a system of equality and freedoms, but at least it is a beginning. There are countries all over the world that hold their citizens hostage, that repress women and children, that don't allow freedom of religion and expression. People are still persecuted on ethnic issues, and many people are denied a basic education. The fabric of civilization is so fragile. When I returned to America, the first thing I did was kiss the ground. Those two months behind the Iron Curtain felt like years, and there were moments when I was not sure I would make it back home. But I had kept my personal freedom alive in my imagination, and that's the lesson I brought back. Since then, I have become very good friends with several people, now American citizens, who grew up in communist countries. They love their heritage, their faraway families, and their culture. But it was only when they arrived here that they realized the true meaning of freedom. Perhaps no one is ever truly free on every level. No matter what our circumstances, though, we can hold the illusion of independence when we believe we are free. The ugliest caterpillar can dream of the day when it can become a butterfly. I appreciate the complexities of the gift of freedom. America may not be perfect, no country is. America is great because it is a work in progress, a country constantly struggling to balance rights with responsibilities and to maintain a level of freedom and justice for all. I feel fortunate to have had the opportunity to be born in a land where, which allowed me the ability to travel the world, witnessing the cultures and lifestyles of other nations, and then to return to a country that welcomed my expression. Yes, I am proud to be an American. The rusty padlock stands guard on my desk as my reminder that freedom is never free. And a small little exercise that Cynthia has included with this chapter called Butterflies. Having even a limited sense of autonomy is better than having none at all. Studies of prisoners of war indicate that those who, have never, those who never lost hope under the most brutal conditions did so by focusing on internal freedom. In difficult situations, mental and spiritual freedom may be your only options. Here's an exercise I give my students to help them visualize a life of release. Imagine a butterfly is landing on your open palm. Admire the beauty, the fine details of the wings. Feel the way it tickles your hand with its wings. Stand quietly and see this magnificent creature, knowing that not long ago it was trapped in a cocoon. Let the butterfly symbolize all your unmet wants, needs, and desires. Mourn for the sadness you have known and for the times you have felt locked up in a world of misunderstanding. Now, watch the butterfly fly away and feel the exhilaration of letting go of your own trepidations. Release fear and breathe in freedom. And then one final quote for this chapter. Believe you are free and your chains will be broken. Wow, I thought that was an immensely powerful chapter from Cynthia. Um, One thing that I really liked that she was able to do was separate the country itself from the people and culture of that country. So no matter if there was this remarkably repressive government, you can still separate that from the beauty of the people, the beauty of the culture that maybe once was apparent and maybe still is apparent in a few different places. I think one place where you can definitely see that right now is in a country like Iran with an extremely repressive government, but a vibrant culture that has been home to many of humankind's most greatest advances. And so anyway, I wanted to thank Cynthia so much for such an excellent chapter. I know I had a wonderful time reading it and exploring the ideas behind it, and I am sure you guys, our audience, did too. Unfortunately, that is all the time we have for this segment. Uh, Listeners, be sure to support our show and these amazing segments by donating to the Be The Star You Are charity, which brings you this program. We have lots of fun events coming up, so check out BeTheStarYouAre.org and follow our blog. I'm Joven Hundle, and make sure to also watch our fun and informative videos at YouTube.com slash BeTheStarYouAre. And in addition, BeTheStarYouAre founder and Express Yourself producer Cynthia Bryan, the author of this chapter, has also just authored a brand new book called Growing with the Goddess Gardener. It's now available at CynthiaBryan.com slash online hyphen store, and 25% of the proceeds actually benefit BeTheStarYouAre and Express Yourself. So make sure to keep listening as we continue our conversation about the gifts of independence and summer.
Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. We don't care how you got here. We're just glad you showed up. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back to our uplifting and inspiring program. I'm Jolyn Hundle, and you're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids Network, which is brought to you by the Be The Star You Are charity. Today's show is all about the gifts of summer and independence. In this next segment, we actually have two excellent guests on the show at the very same time. We have authors Helga Hedgewalker and Estelle Daniels here to talk about their new book, Color and Magic Spell. Helga Hedgewalker is a visionary artist, Gardnerian high priestess, and witch with decades of professional experience in print design, illustration, book design, package design, web graphics, and advertising. Uh, She is a founding member of the Minneapolis Collective of Pagan Artists and co-owner of The Spirit Parlor, a shop and blog of magic, mysticism, and spirituality that can be found at spiritparlor.com. In her spare time, Helga works in large-scale painting on canvas, digital collage, costuming, and designing coloring books. Her recent works can be seen at helgahedgewalker.com. She also loves creating ritual tools, making seasonal crafts, and swimming. Someday, she plans to become a mermaid and swim far, far away. Uh, Estelle Daniels is the author of Astrological Magic, A Guide to Timing Your Life Using Astrology, and co-author of Pocket Guide to Wicca and Essential Wicca. Books on the religion and practice of Wicca, written with her late spouse, Paul, Paul Tutin. She also Please. wrote Tarot Lore and Other BS, Breaking the Rules Tarot, the Book of Interpretations, and Practice Tyloring, a field magic manual. She also co-designed Breaking the Rules Tarot deck with Peggy McDowell. Hi, Helga and Estelle. Glad to have you both on the show today. Hello. Hello. Glad to be here. Thank you. Yeah, of course. Um, and so I wanted to just kind of dive right in with the sort of big picture elephant in the room type question. So when you talk about like witches and magic, what exactly does that mean in this context? Well, um, we're both uh, Wiccans. That's the name of a religion. And so that's Wicca is part of it. Um, some Wiccans are witches, some witches are Wiccans, not all Wiccans are witches, nor either either way. But we practice magic, we do spells, um, trying to make our lives better through magic and positive affirmations and all sorts of other good stuff like that. Interesting, yeah. yeah. So it's not, you know, like, I guess magic in the traditional sense. It's more magic about, like, improving your inner self. Would that be accurate? No, I don't know what you mean by in the traditional sense. Um, It's it's spell work, yeah, to improve yourself and your life. Interesting, yeah. And so for your book then, um, Color a Magic Spell, so how can coloring, so explain then how these coloring coloring pictures and all that um, correlate to the whole magic aspect. Well, um, coloring is a really fun thing to do, I mean, step one, and it allows a person to just play and have fun while you're filling in the lines and making pretty pictures, and um, I got thinking about how when a person is coloring in a picture and just letting yourself go and play, um, but you can at the same time concentrate, it allows your your subconscious to sort of free form 
and let go and just get into the intent of whatever it is you're doing. So I came up with pictures of different intentions like love, um, friendship, prosperity, confidence, things like that. I made symbols of each of those things that I put down on paper and people can color those things and as they're coloring them, those ideas can just sort of percolate in their subconscious while they're just having fun coloring these things and magically it'll go out into the universe. Interesting, yeah. So I like that whole fusion of how you said like fun but also concentration and on and working to improve yourself. And so I wanted to ask then, um, so what exactly is the process when you do a spell then? So if you're concentrating on these positive aspects then, uh, does, does that constitute the spell or is it something a little different? Well, there are as many ways to do spells as there are people. Um, basically, it's just using your will to effect a change in your environment and how you choose to use that will. You know, if you want to do it by coloring, if you want to do it by having a, you know, making a circle and then going through a specific ritual or something, there are just a whole bunch of ways to do it. And, and our book takes you step by step through the process, um, and, and each person can get into it as much or as little as they want, and we give lots of ideas for um, uh, the process or several processes that people can take, and, and we, we make it very clear that there's options, and people can take them or leave them as they want, mm. but for those who are interested in learning how to, to cast a circle, how to do a spell... Um, we lay out very easy step-by-step instructions for people in our book. So for the very novice beginners or for people who haven't done it at all, to people who are more experienced. Good to know, yeah. So a little bit of a learning curve then. Um, and so I well, wanted to ask you... Oh, sorry, not necessarily. It? I mean, you can just color the pictures. And, yeah. and you know, in the concentrating is coloring your pictures, you're gonna, you're, you should be able to get an effect. Yeah, good to know. Um, yep. And so then I also wanted to ask, uh, so this process then, so how similar is it to, you know, praying or just uh, positive thinking in general? How similar are these then? It's very similar. Um, praying praying is a form of spell working, and spell working is a form of praying. Um, there are different words for similar things, and all spiritual paths have things in common um you know <laughs> spirituality has many different faces yeah so interesting um so would you say it's sort of like i guess like a spectrum then like maybe you kind of get out how much you put into it or very definitely absolutely in fact that was a phrase i was just going to say next um <laughs> Spell working is one of those things where you tend to get out equal of, of what you put in. The harder you, you work at it, the more you're going to get out of it. Um, and it, it really depends on how badly you need what it is you're working for and how much effort you want to put into it. Um, you know, so it can be a very lighthearted, fun thing, or it can be something that you really, really concentrate on and put a lot of effort into. Um, but having said that, then, you know, if you're doing, say, job magic, then you also have to go out and send out your resume into the world and, you know, polish up your, your interview suit and some of those things as well, enough yeah. just to color the picture. But, you know, it'll help. <laughs> <laughs> Um, and so I also wanted to ask then, so if you're talking about people um, turning to these sorts of spells in their most desperate times of need versus people maybe just wanting to maintain um, a certain lifestyle, would you say that this is kind of a universal approach that anybody can kind of jump in and work to achieve their desired results? Oh, yeah. Yes. Um, you know, again, like Helga said, the more you put into it, the more you get out of it. 
but yeah, this is these are kind of for you know whatever you need, and and you use them however you need them. Interesting, yeah. and, and so and, and any and anybody can do this, and and peoples all over the world have done spells for, from the beginning of time. Um, it's just that this this particular set of of coloring book pages are new, but but the concept of spell working is certainly not new. You know. So it's interesting, yeah, like a kind of new approach to an age old um, process. Yeah, so, yeah, yeah. Well said. If, yeah, yeah. Go ahead. Oh, sorry. Um, and then I also wanted to ask: so, if you do. You know, this coloring, um, how quickly can you expect results? Does it depend on, like, what exactly you're coloring, or is it just one, like, a one-size-fits-all kind of thing? Well, it depends on what you're asking for. For example, you know, if you're looking for um, a job, you you still got to go out there then and, you know, do the interview stuff and all that. So, you know, how long will that take? We can't tell you, but this should help, you know, put your mind in the right place to be, you know, ready for it. Um, if you're if you're looking for protection, you know, well, how long does that last? Um, when does it start? You know, it depends on the spell. It depends on what you're looking for. Yeah. Um, there's one here called confidence. Um, confidence is, um, it's an emotion. So um, while you're doing it, it may help you feel more confident. Um, does that emotion, is that emotion permanent? No, no emotions are permanent, but it may help you have confidence for a while. And, and maybe you need confidence for a specific thing. You know, like I'm, I don't know, I'm going to go give a speech or I'm going to go, I don't know, go do something that I need confidence for. Maybe it'll help boost your confidence for a specific thing you have to do. Um, you know, maybe it'll just get you over that hurdle you need. I don't know what you might want confidence for. It depends. Um, or maybe it'll just, you know, make you feel good while you're coloring it. It, it just depends what your need is and, and what purpose you're coloring for. Um, same thing with the luck. I have I have one with luck. It's got horseshoes and, and uh, dice for gambling and things like that. Um, are you are you going gambling? You, you know, <laughs> what is it you need luck for? Um, so it, it just depends on on your need and and why you're why you're doing this spell. Um, and and I guess this is a good time to bring ethics into it. Um, you know, we're we're very big proponents on um, doing this for yourself and for the right reasons. Um, we, we don't uh, believe in harming others or doing things against other people's will. Uh, we're doing these so that people can do things for the betterment for themselves and for their own lives, you know. So we're hoping that people do these things for, for their own good, you know. Yeah. I don't know. you have anything to add to that, Estelle? Um, yeah, well, and, and also, um, you know, well, like she said, why do you want it, you know, what are you looking for? Um, if you're looking for, you know, money and, and you want it right now, probably not going to happen because money just doesn't <laughs> rain down from the sky. On the other Darn. hand, you know, if you do the money thing and then, you know, you've got a weird old uncle that you never even knew you had who passes away and then leaves you a million, million dollars, hey, there it is. You know, it's just that... <laughs> don't try to, you know, say, oh, I'm going to do the money spell and then rob a bank, because that's not right. That is a bad <laughs> thing. You know, that's not the way to get it. So <laughs> I'll keep that in mind. Um, and so, yeah, I wanted to thank you guys. I've enjoyed learning more about your work in this segment. Um, unfortunately, we are out of time for this segment, but we'll definitely be continuing our conversation in the next part of the show. Uh, so listeners, make sure to check out Helga and Estelle's new book, Color and Magic Spell. 26 picture spells to color and manifest. Also make sure to check out their websites at www.helgahedgewalker.com and www.spiritparlor.com and parlor spell O-U-R. 
uh, visit bethestaryouare.org as well for more information about Express Yourself and Be The Star You Are, and look forward to chapters from our upcoming anthology, Be The Star You Are, Millennials to Boomers, Positive Voices in a Changing Digital World. And make sure to also go to bethestaryouare.org slash events to find out more about upcoming opportunities for spreading positivity as a part of our charity. Charity. This has been another segment of Express Yourself Teen Radio, and this is Joven Hundle, and make sure to keep listening as we continue our enlightening conversation on the gifts of independence and summer. Show the world your smile, be the star you are. If you are ready to be inspired, energized, and edutained, you've come to the right place with our two life-changing programs at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. Live every Wednesday at 4 p.m. Pacific on the Voice America Empowerment Channel. It's our lifestyle show, Star Style, Be The Star You Are, with hosts Cynthia Bryan and Heather Brittany. On Tuesdays at noon Pacific, Teens Talk and the World Listens on Express Yourself Teen Radio on Voice America Kids. Come play with us at BeTheStarYouAreRadio.com. You're listening to Voice America Kids, now with 33% more active ingredients and no artificial coloring. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Thank you for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Jolyn Hundle, and our program is Express Yourself, giving youth across the world a voice to be listened to. For this edition of Express Yourself, we're extending a wonderful discussion about the gifts of summer and independence with another discussion segment with our two guests today, Helga Hedgewalker and Estelle Daniels. These two authors have published Color a Magic Spell, 26 Picture Spells to Color and Manifest. This beautiful collection of art is more than a coloring book. It's also a spell book of powerful magic. Inside, you'll find colorable picture spells for love, confidence, inspiration, luck, strength, and more. Each spell is thoughtfully composed with potent symbols that help you focus your magical intent, while the act of coloring itself allows you to relax and make magic fun. Glad to have you guys back on, Helga and Estelle. Hello. Thank you. And so just kind of diving right back into the conversation we were having in the previous segment. So we were talking a little about how, you know, confidence is one of the um, picture spells that's in the book. And then in that little description of the book I read, also talked about like love and inspiration. So I wanted to ask then, are these spells predominantly about like different emotions, like confidence, or are they about... Um, just kind of other, I guess, quantities of the universe. They're they're kind of positivity spells, um, things that that might make your life easier, um, happier. Um, there's like there's one that's overcoming, so you can overcome something that you want to get rid of. Um, there's cutaway, where you might want to um, separate yourself from somebody or something that, that that's causing you problems. Um, so or, or have been holding. A, excuse me. Yeah. I was gonna say, or or things that have held you back in the past, or that you, or that you're done with. Yeah. Yeah. That, that's a good for for cutaway. Yeah. Interesting. Um, uh, there's there's autonomy um, for if you want to feel like you need to be stronger within yourself and just more independent. Um, there's better world. Um, if you if you want to be like a, a a warrior for justice or to help bring about peace and happiness in the world around you, um, there's uh, friendship and um, hope and um, health um, for people who need healing and um, new beginnings for people who want to make a fresh start of something. And it can be anything you want. It's just if if something you feel like you want to. Give, try again. Start over. New beginnings. There you go. So, 
Um, and then, and then safe travel, which is, uh, you know, for any time you're starting out on a new journey, a new adventure, um, you know, going somewhere, maybe moving, then you've got safe travel. Yeah, so I like that. Um, yeah, one thing I like about your book is that you're kind of combining, you know, our two themes for today's show. We have, so summer, you know, the, just the whole act of using coloring for these fellows, kind of sitting down, um, the whole fun aspect, the vibrant colors. So you have the summer aspect, but then also independence, our other theme for today's show. So how you were saying, you know, autonomy and all these other different positive constructs. Um, yeah, I think your book's a very nice little bridge into both topics for today's show. Um, and I also wanted to ask them, so you were talking about how you can also, you know, kind of wish for peace in the world around you. So are, when you're doing these spells then, is it, does it just have to be for yourself or can you be doing this for other people or just the collective good and harmony? Well, here's where the ethics come in. Um, like for collective world peace, you don't need the permission of the world to do it. On the other hand, if you want to do a healing spell for somebody else, you should get their permission because uh, you, you want to make sure that they're okay with what you're doing and how you're doing it. Um, that, that's just the ethical thing to do. Yeah, for sure. Because, you know, you, you don't necessarily know what kind of place they're in at the moment. And this is a nice way to make sure that you're doing this for your original purpose, which is doing something good for those people. Um, right, and yeah. so I also wanted to ask then, so you're talking a little bit in the previous segment about how to do this spell. It's a lot about like concentration and you're doing it in a fun way with coloring. So then is the coloring all you necessarily need to focus on then because you'll be like concentrating on those concepts? Well, as, as you're coloring, I mean, you're looking at the patterns and the pictures, right? Because you got to, you know, you got to look at what you're doing. And so as you're looking at the symbols, they're, they're, they're getting absorbed into your brain. And so, yes, you're, quote, just coloring, but you're getting the symbols in your brain. And so it's, it's activating stuff in there. And so, mm-hmm. you know, it, it's all going together. Now, if a person wanted to make it more complicated, you can always make things more complicated. You could do it at a certain time of the day or a certain day of the week, or you could chant while you're coloring. I mean, you, there, there are things you could do to make it more complicated, but it's not required. <laughs> <laughs> um, and out of curiosity then, so there's other ways to, I guess, make it more complicated. So would that also make the spell maybe more effective? It might. It might. And, and again, it, it depends on whether you, you feel like it would make it more powerful, you know, because it's all a matter of, of the power of positive thinking. And if, if, you, if you believe those things make it more powerful, then it will, you know. So Interesting. It's, kind of, it's kind of what your brain wants to believe. And, 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 yeah, and then there is some magic oomph to these things, too, but... Yeah, and so I also wanted to ask then, um, so we were talking a little bit about how, you know, this coloring, it's kind of a new approach to these spells, but then is like doing these spells in, you know, a fun way where you're having fun by coloring, um, is that more effective than other approaches or is that also just, um, does that also just kind of depend? It's a different approach. You know, each approach has its, drawbacks and it's good things and you know whatever floats your boat whatever works for you yeah i just say i don't i don't necessarily want to say that this is better or worse than other methods um it's just different and and as an artist i like to do things magically through art if you're a musician you probably want to do things magically through music and dancers will do it through dance and um, you know, other people will do it through other ways. Um, it's just there's there's a lot of different ways to do to do things. Many paths to the same spirit. So, yeah. And so another question I wanted to ask 
was would you recommend you know just like doing all these color doing all this coloring at once would you recommend only focusing on the ones that you specifically need like those positive attributes that you want most at this time do you recommend taking it slow how do you recommend that readers kind of digest your book we suggest no more than one or two at a time um, first of all you want to you know decide what you really really want and pick that one first um, then also you know, you don't want to scatter your energies, right? And so your energies are going to be concentrating. Would you rather concentrate on one thing and get it done, you know, effectively, or would you rather concentrate on 87 things and then not be as focused on them because you're concentrating on a bunch of stuff, not one thing? So yeah. one, maybe two. Yeah, when when we have workshops and we spread out the pages of the book for people to look through, there's always a page that speaks to each person, you know. I mean, they may ooh and ah over all of them, but there's always something somebody needs. Like, ooh, I really need strength today. Ooh, I, I could really use some money. Ooh, I could really use some healing. Um, people, people gravitate to what they need. And, and if there's something that you need and it speaks to you, then that's the one you should do. And Estelle's right. Just do one at a time. And, and really let that one speak to you and color on it and concentrate on it. And then, and then you'll know, know when, when you're done with that one and, and you're ready to move on. Yeah, good to know. And then I also kind of wanted to shift the conversation to talking about after you've colored a, a specific picture then. So after you do finish with this page, with this coloring, this picture, then do you recommend just kind of fo still focusing on that specific concept until, you know, maybe the reason you're doing it has passed by? Or do you recommend just kind of going about with your daily routine? Well, we suggest you put it up on the refrigerator or somewhere similar <laughs> and look at it each day, and that will remind you what you're working on. Um, and then you'll kind of know when, when it's come to pass or, or when it's no longer needed or whatever. Yeah. And, and again, it depends on the... For instance, if you're doing the cutaway, which is um, getting rid of something uh, out, of your, out of your life, you want to color that picture put a whole lot of yucky energy into it, and then when you're done, burn it. Now, granted, burn it in a safe environment, you know, burn it safely, you know, mm -hmm. don't set your house on fire or whatever, but <laughs> if you have a safe way of burning it, then burn it and be done with it and get, it, get rid of it. On the other hand, if you're doing something like health, where you're bringing healing energy into your life, you may want to frame it and hang it up and look at that healing energy pouring in at you every day. You know, so it, it just depends on, on which spell you're doing and for what reason. So. Got it, uh, yeah. Yeah. Um, and then also, so let's say you had drawn, you know, the confidence one because you had some big thing coming up at work. And then you... Um, some, it goes well, and then maybe like a month or two later, there's something else you really need confidence for. Do you then return to that? Are you able to return to that specific confidence drawing you had done? Can you color over it, that kind of thing? Or do you have to do something else then? Well, you might want to get a new one and, and recolor it, and you might want to color it with new colors and different colors and I don't know, add glitter or sparkles this time or, you know, put a picture of something new in it. Like, I don't know. Or, yeah, it just depends. But, yeah, you might, you might want to say, like, okay, this time I'm needing confidence for a new reason. So, who, who knows? Yeah. Got it. Thanks. So, wonderful yeah. insight from Helga and Estelle. I want to thank you both for appearing on our show today. Uh, listeners, make sure to check out their new book, Color and Magic Spell. 26 Picture Spells to Color and Manifest, and make sure to also check out their websites at helgahedgewalker.com and spiritparlor.com. 
Also, find more information about our show at expressyourselfteenradio.com and make sure to follow Be The Star You Are and Express Yourself at bethestarur.org to support our show and find more segments like this. I'm Jovan Hundle, and again, during the break, check out our 501c3 literacy and positive media charities at bethestarur.org and expressyourselfteenradio.com. When we come back, we'll be returning to our discussion on independence and summer. Are you a teen interested in becoming a radio personality? The Positive Message Outreach Program of Be The Star You Are Charity trains dedicated young people to be reporters and hosts on Express Yourself Teen Radio. Visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com for information. That's ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Don't forget to tune in to Express Yourself Tuesdays at noon Pacific Time, 3 p.m. Eastern Time on Voice America Kids, where teens talk and the world listens. Kids safe, mother approved. You're listening to Voice America Kids. You're listening to Express Yourself on the Voice America Kids channel, where teens talk and the world listens. Express Yourself is produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Now, back to our star teens. Welcome back. Thanks for staying with us here at Voice America Kids. I'm Jovan Hondo on Express Yourself, and in this last segment, we'll be closing out an awesome hour-long show about the gifts of independence and summer, to both kick off the summer and in anticipation of the 4th of July. To round out the hour, we have our fantastic reporter, Caitlin Sim, back with her segment, Ode to Literature. Take it away, Caitlin. Hi, all. This is Caitlin with my segment, Ode to Literature. Happy 4th of July and happy summer. Today, I'll be talking about the independence in literature and how it impacted other people at the time. So independence is described as the feeling of not being under someone else's control. And many people strive to be under their own control and also not under the power of someone else. But oppression is sometimes out of our control and is instead set up by society according to certain rules that are established from long ago. America in particular has had a long history of oppressing minorities in America, women being no exception, who were often subjected to tyranny from men, regardless of race. This idea was explored in Zora Neale Hurston's 1937 novel, Their Eyes Were Watching God, in which an African-American woman, Janie, goes through life trying to discover who she was, and more specifically, marking her development in thinking and standing up for herself. So throughout this book, Janie has had three husbands, um, Jody, Logan, and Tea Cake. In particular, Logan and Jody strove to oppress Janie's independence by attempting to mold her into the perfect submissive wife, with Jody specifically forcing Janie to put her hair and symbol of independence for her up, signifying his oppression. However, TK was able to recognize that Janie needed independence and thus she was most happiest with him until he died. And then thus Janie realizes that she should live more for herself. So Their Eyes Are Watching God represents the coming of age of a young, impressionable girl to a stronger, more independent woman in her adulthood. And at this time, in the early 20th century, women still didn't have many civil rights. Sure, they were allowed to vote and they weren't completely oppressed like some other minorities at the time, but they still had these expectations on them to stay with their husbands and in the house to rely on their husbands for everything. But Hurston destroys these stereotypes by introducing Janie, who not only finds happiness within herself, not through her husbands, but also learns to go beyond this locus of control that men established for her. Notably, this book wasn't really well received at first, particularly by male uh, critics, and it wasn't until feminist move- the um, feminist movement woman uncovered this novel and revealed it to the world as the independence calling book it is today. Um, I read this in my AP literature class, and it stuck out to me mainly because of how awe-inspiring Janie was. She wasn't afraid to stand up for what she believed in and didn't let challenges strike her down for long. 
Um, women have gained many rights in these past decades and centuries since um, the publication of this book. And I'm really excited to see where, um, how far we can go in the future as well. For sure. Um, I always love your literary analyses on the show, and this one's no different. Um, I wanted to ask them, so why do you think Nor- Zora Neale Hurston wrote Their Eyes for Watching God? Um, I think that she first wrote this book as a way to express like memories about her childhood and also make a commentary about the, quote, race problem in the early 20th century. So... I think um, she wanted to write a book more so about the lives of African-American people as opposed to like the struggles between um, like two races and wanted to show like the daily lives and how African-Americans lived in her day and age. But and she claimed that she didn't want to write a book about social issues per se, but more about um, individuals and people and how they lived. Interesting. Um, you know, and I think that you can take, you know, that message about these individuals, but also the whole minority issue, like you were saying. And I think, you know, it's sort of a universal message that no matter if you're talking about the United States Mm -hmm. or other countries, if you're talking about different time periods, if you're talking about different minorities, I think, you know, you can kind of generalize this um, message to a Mm -hmm. whole gluttonous lot of different (laughs) situations. (laughs) Um, and I think, you know, would you agree that this might even be especially topical today, even? Um, yeah, like, even though it was written, like, almost a decade, um, almost a century ago, like, the idea of individuals, like, being in charge of their own fate and, like, finding true happiness within themselves and, like, learning to not put so much value on, like, trivial things like money and status is still a very common theme today, especially in our, like, increasingly capitalistic society. And I think on this day of independence, we should also think about, like Janie, how we can take control of our own lives as well. Definitely. So what a great segment. I wanted to thank Caitlin for coming on to our show and discussing her thoughts about a very thought-provoking and topical book. Uh, with that, however, it is sadly time to say farewell. We do give our thanks to Star Style Productions, Cynthia Bryan, Be the Star You Are, and our Voice America kids crew, especially our voice engineer. Um, thanks to our guests and reporters from across the world, and thank you to you, our listeners, for making us a top-rated program. I'm Joven Hundle, and you have been listening to Express Yourself an on-air global community where teens talk and the world listens. For info on our creative community, charity efforts, and outreach programs, go to our main site at bethestarur.org. And until next week, remember, be kind, celebrate summer, utilize your independence, and be here. Speak up, speak out, and express yourself. Thanks for joining us this week on Express Yourself, produced by Star Style Productions, LLC, as an international outreach program of Be The Star You Are charity. For more information about our show, be sure to visit ExpressYourselfTeenRadio.com. Please join us again next Tuesday at noon Pacific time, 3 p.m. Eastern, when teens talk and the world listens on the Voice America Kids channel. Until then, remember to express yourself. Stars that shine between the lines if you would let yourself